Are you ready to head down the path to an abundant retirement? We're tackling the topics of the mind of the modern retiree here on Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. And now your host, Carol Dewey. Welcome back to Navigating an Abundant Retirement Radio. I am your host, Carol Dewey, and this week we're going to shift our discussion regarding the map to economic independence to the distribution dilemma. Recall that our discussions regarding the economic independence is where we have enough recurring revenue, also known as cash flow, to cover our basic expenses. So far, our discussions have revolved around the accumulation phase before retirement. Saving for retirement, especially in the current economic climate, can be challenging enough. However, how you draw down and distribute your retirement savings once the bell sounds and your career is over will determine whether or not you run out of money. The distribution dilemma and the various risks to your nest egg once you retire is going to be the focus of today's discussion. Now, saving for retirement is actually the easy part. We are constantly bombarded with ads for various retirement savings plans from brokers, mutual fund companies, and financial planning firms, just to name a few. Most of these planning options focus on the accumulation phase, the time while you are working and saving for retirement. They provide you with a plethora of investment options as well as hypothetical growth rates on your principal. They will even make an estimate of how much you will need to accumulate by the time you retire. You deposit a little bit each month into your IRA or 401k and gradually build up your savings to your supposed magic number. Now, don't get me wrong. Accumulating money is an important first step on the road to retirement. My advice is to start early and do not make assumptions that are too rosy. The sooner you can start putting money away, the better. No less than 15% of your income should be directed to long-term savings. And as you approach retirement, try to make it 25%. Keep in mind the longer you wait, the more you will have to play catch-up which means you will have to dedicate larger amounts each year to your retirement accounts. As you approach retirement, you may notice that you fixate more and more on wealth accumulation. However, accumulation is actually only a small part of the equation at this stage. Assuming you have a steady job or some other stream of income during your pre-retirement years, adding money to savings should technically be the easiest part of retirement planning. You can make up for losses in your investments by contributing more to your retirement savings. However, the day you retire, the rules change. Now you are spending assets instead of accumulating them. Even if you save up your goal of a million or five million or whatever amount you decide, you could still squander it all away in poor investments or by withdrawing it too quickly. In truth, there is no magic number. The accumulation phase is only the end of the beginning, whereas the distributions from your savings must last until the end. Distributing assets in a way that ensures you get the most out of your retirement without running out of money is a difficult balancing act and should be taken even more seriously than accumulation. Have you ever noticed that some retirees never do anything for enjoyment in retirement? Why not? 
They are so afraid of losing money that they invest in ultra-low yield investments like passbook savings accounts or low-interest certificates of deposits, or as I like to say, certificates of depreciation given today's low interest rates. Others may invest more wisely but will not spend a nickel for the same fear of running out of funds. Still others spend wildly in their early years of, of their retirement, only to find out their spending and the never-ending curse of inflation has now regulated them to near poverty for the rest of their years. So when planning for your golden years, think less about how much you have and more about how you will spread out what you have so that it will last the rest of your life. There are many risks you need to consider when figuring out the right accumulation and distribution strategies for your retirement. Longevity risk is the number one risk in retirement because it multiplies all the other risks. The longer you live, the more likely you'll withdraw too much. The longer you live, the more likely you'll see inflation. The longer you live, the more likely you'll need long-term care. People are living longer than ever before. The average 65-year-old male will live to age 87, while the average 65-year-old female will live to 89. But what's the problem with averages? The problem is they have nothing to do with how long any one individual will live. Half of everyone listening today will live longer than their gender's average life expectancy. Life expectancy is not an average at all. It is simply a midpoint. Half of all 65-year-old men will die prior to age 87, but the whole other half will remain alive. Half of all 65-year-old females will die prior to age 89. The other half, all alive. So averages are not at all an indicator of how long your retirement days will last. You need to operate under the notion that you very well may live long past your gender's average age of death. Additionally, married people live longer than single people. I have no idea why, but it's a fact. If you have a husband and wife who are 65, there is a 50-50 chance that one of them will live to age 92. Think about that. Think about all the 65-year-old couples you know. 50% of them will have at least one spouse live to age 92. There's a 25% chance that one of them will live to age 97. So if you're married, you really need to consider joint life expectancy. There will be plenty of people listening to this show who will live beyond age 100 especially considering medical innovations and rising life expectancy rates. As reported recently in the Wall Street Journal, the number of Americans who live to age 100 or greater increased 43% between 2000 and 2010. When planning for retirement income, you cannot plan to have income until age 90. You really need to plan to have income until age 100 and possibly beyond. That may seem like playing it a bit too safe, but it is not at all unreasonable if half of all retirees are already living into their 90s. Your retirement savings will probably need to last for 25 years or more. In addition, the longer you live, the more inflation can eat away at your savings if you're not careful. You will need an investment strategy that will last as long as you do. It's important to understand that longevity is not just a risk. It is a risk multiplier of the other risks. So how do you mitigate that risk? 
Well, longevity credits. So what the heck are longevity credits? I'm going to share a simple story with you to explain this concept. Every year, five 90-year-old ladies went on vacation. One year, one of the ladies had an idea. She said, why don't we each put 100 bucks into a mason jar, seal it up, and bring it with us next year? That year, we'll open it up, and those of us who are still alive will split the money. The other said, hey, that's a great idea. So all five of them put in 100 bucks. That's $500 total, and they sealed up the jar. What do you think happened the next year? They forgot where they put the jar. No, that's it's just a joke. Unfortunately, one of the old ladies passed away. So now the four old ladies who were still alive opened the jar and split the money. 125 bucks each. That's a 25% rate of return in 12 months. They had no money in the market and there was no interest rate. How do you think they each got paid 25%? That 25% is from longevity credits. The ladies looked at this, thought it was a great deal, compared it to their brokerage account, and they decided to do it again. So they put the money back in the jar, sealed it up, and decided to let it ride. The next year, one more old lady passed away. Now, three ladies split the 500 bucks. They got $167, which is a 67% rate of return over two years, with no money in the market and no interest. How is this possible? because they got paid longevity credits, and only a life insurance company can manufacture those. What available investments can pay you based on your age? Stocks can't do that. Bonds can't do that. The only product that can deliver higher payouts based on how long you live is a lifetime and income annuity. If longevity risk is a risk multiplier, then it is imperative that you transfer that risk to the insurance company. Because insurance companies utilize risk pooling. They are perfectly positioned to manage longevity risk. The risk when companies sell life insurance is that someone dies too soon. The risk when they sell a lifetime income annuity is that someone lives too long. Because they are on both sides of the risk, they perfectly hedge against longevity risk. No other industry can do this. Let me explain why removing longevity risk is so important to the success of your retirement. If you retire at age 65 and die at age 68, it would not matter if the stock market dropped 40%. It would not have mattered if you had drawn 12% a year or if inflation increased by double digits or if you did not buy a long-term care policy. You did not live long enough for any of that to have mattered. However, if you live to age 100, any one of those things would have devastated your retirement. The risks of needing long-term care skyrocket with longevity. So if you ask me what the biggest risk in retirement is, I would say hands down, it is longevity risk, simply because it has a multiplier effect on all the other risks. In this episode, I'm not going to spend a lot of time on some of the other risks, but do want to hit some key points. The withdrawal rate risk is the risk of running out of money by taking too much out of your retirement savings each year. A 2% withdrawal rate is considered bulletproof. 3% is safe. Withdrawing 4% or more a year can cause your portfolio to run out of money. As you surely know, the market can take swift turns up and down. What matters to you, however, is the average rate of return 
from your investments over a period of years. But the day you retire and start taking money out of a portfolio, all the rules change and average returns are no longer important. This statement may go against what most retirees think. It is important to understand how the order of returns can have a dramatic impact on portfolio success. We call this sequence of returns risk. The riskiest time to invest is right before or right after retirement. A loss during these years can have a devastating impact on your retirement savings. Inflation is a risk that increases over time. With the amount of money the Federal Reserve has printed and injected into the economy, if we get any money velocity, that's an increase in economic activity, we could see significant inflation. Deflation may be the biggest risk in the short term. Governments around the world are cutting budgets and benefits. U.S. consumers are reducing their debts. Unemployment and underemployment are too high. All of this is deflationary. The life insurance industry was built for markets like the one we are facing now. Life insurance and annuities can be the solution to many of today's personal finance dilemmas. As these products are based on math and science, I cannot stress enough how important this product is to a successful retirement. In fact, in order to retire in an optimal manner, you have to use some type of income annuity. For a moment, pretend I'm your retirement planner so I can show you how simple this is. I am recommending that you purchase a lifetime income annuity so that you can have a great retirement. And the first thing you probably ask me is, well, Carol, what is a lifetime income annuity? Here are the words I use. It's a guaranteed paycheck for life. That's all it is a guaranteed paycheck for life. To make this even easier to understand, let me remind you that you already have a lifetime income annuity, your Social Security check. Remember, Social Security is simply a guaranteed paycheck for life. If you have a pension, that is also a guaranteed paycheck for life. So Social Security and pensions are examples of lifetime income annuities. Now, every once in a while, I come across someone who says, I don't need another guaranteed paycheck. I worked for Boeing for 37 years. I already have a pension. I've got that covered. Then I just smile and say, okay, you have the paycheck, but you know what you need now? You need a guaranteed paycheck. See, I think seniors today need both a guaranteed paycheck and, perhaps just as importantly, a guaranteed paycheck. Let me prove it to you. On what day of the week do you spend the most money right now? What day of the week do you go golfing? Go to Home Depot, go to the spa, or go shopping. For most of us, that day would be Saturday. Many boomers are not going to need less money once they retire. They're, in fact, going to need more money. So I would say that you do not just need a guaranteed paycheck. Referencing back to economic independence, where we have enough recurring revenue, also known as cash flow, to cover our basic expenses, but a guaranteed play check as well. That's all a lifetime income annuity is. Now, June is Annuity Awareness Month, so I wanted to cover the basic as it relates to our map to economic independence, and that's all I've got planned for you this week. Until next time, remember that navigating your abundant retirement starts today. I'd like to encourage you to continue our journey of enlightenment and education by subscribing to our podcast and downloading the show. As an added bonus for Annuity Awareness Month, we are personally inviting you to an exclusive limited engagement movie called The Baby Boomer Dilemma. 
This documentary will provide an in-depth look at our nation's emerging retirement crisis. It's an expose of America's retirement experiment. The baby boomer dilemma takes a deep dive into pensions, both corporate and public, social security, 401k, and annuities. It features the nation's top economists on retirement and retirement income that include Nobel Prize-winning economists and world-renowned economists from MIT, Stanford, Wharton, Berkeley, York, and BYU. Government leaders over trusts include congressmen, trustees, SEC whistleblowers, and the father of the 401k, and the 2019 president of the National Association of Insurance Commissioners, as well as industry competitive intelligence experts and authors. This is the first MPA-rated film that looks at retirement income. I want you to get exclusive access by visiting the show notes and follow the link provided to get your promo code to get access to a streaming version of this movie so you can watch it on any of your devices. Enjoy the show. You should consult a financial advisor familiar with the specific circumstances of your unique financial situation before making any financial decisions. Nothing in this broadcast constitutes as a solicitation for the sale or purchase of any securities. Any mentioned rates of returns are historical or hypothetical in nature and are not a guarantee of future returns. Carol Dewey is an investment advisor representative of Perpetual Wealth Financial, a Florida-registered investment advisor firm. 